Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Gentlemen, Mr. Jim Florentine. What's up, dude? Hey, we're back. just talking soccer, man. Just your favorite. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's, uh, it, I like it just as much as pickleball. Oh, <laughs> it's hot right now. Pickleball is huge. Yeah, well, let's talk just real quick NFL. Oh, the, uh, here's, here's how we're going to talk about the NFL. Here, anybody's looking to make money or score points or win these pick em challenges, just go check my, every week, just go check what my pick is on the Steelers. Whatever I've picked on the Steelers, do the opposite. Because screw that team every single year. Every time I pick them to win, they lose. Every time I pick them to lose, they win. win. Everyone on yeah. our team and their team had the Steelers to win, and they lost. They lost to the Patriots. So everybody's at zero right they now. lost to the Patriots. The Patriots scored like uh, 10 points in the last four weeks. Yeah, they lost six to nothing last week. <laughs> And 10-7 the week before. Yeah, what a joke. And then you're, a Steel, you're a Steelers fan? No, I'm, I'm oh, okay. opposite of a Steelers He's fan He's a fan at this of point. picking the right I just teams that wins. will win. So we, we do an NFL pick'em challenge against another show, and uh, individually in here, whoever loses each week here gets shot from this airsoft gun that is just torture. My ass is so torn up, you have no idea. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. <laughs> what a line. I know. Yeah. That's good to know. <laughs> hey. Mine, too. So, oh, well, yeah. So we I figured with you. Yeah. So we take well, it pretty seriously. <laughs> yeah, so we take it pretty seriously. Yeah, we take it seriously. Wants to get shot. You know, we're playing the sports station. The now. thing is with, with gambling now with the NFL is you got to go the opposite way a lot of times because everyone thinks the Steelers, the under was 30 points last night. That was the lowest under in like since 1994. So all the Steelers and uh, no one scores points. And right the away, the Patriots one. scored a first drive. 
and the over one and the Patriots won. So you got to go the opposite a lot of times with the gambling. This, Something's going on with the refs and the NFL and the gambling. No this, question. This whole season is wacky. There's no question. Look at that play last night. They they said he was offsides. Yeah. You know, there was a, a, a false start on the center. It wasn't a false start. The Patriots were offsides. I would have kept that drive going. Oh, you think there's something going on in the league? Oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. Like, ju- you're juiced ball talking right now? There's something with the refs. The refs can affect the outcome of the game, especially late with the flags and not no flags, all that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, how and now you, you got gambling in Vegas and, you know, bookies and all that stuff going on and all that gambling money and... The NFL is all sponsored by, you know, FanDuel and all, have all those different gambling yeah, sites. Look, look this that. up because uh, I want to get the story right. So somebody, it just came out, somebody had said that with all this online gambling, that's why men are not being men anymore. Okay, huh? I'll look it up. Like, it's like, like uh, 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 men are not having sex with women anymore because of all this online gambling. Just see if you Because you guys are nerding out, and it's so boring, and we don't want to have sex with you. That's that's what the article probably says. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. she's got a point. If, <laughs> when I lose $500 on the under, I, I can't get an erection. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I'm mad. I'm no, like, I want to get the, I want to get okay, the right. It's right here. It's right. It says I, I financial get... analysis, an, an analysis says uh, sports betting is why men aren't getting laid. 30% of young men say they've not had sex in over a year, and they don't seem to care, which is surprising. Because Whoa. of online, because of gambling. Because of addiction and the impact of the games themselves. You guys are getting way too emotional about this. So, or or men are getting the rush there, from you either winning or losing. You guys are wasting the erection on the field. You have taken the erection from the bedroom to the are watching. Are we showing of, as we're? Probably. I don't know what you guys. I got home last night from my event. All of the blinds were closed. I walk in <laughs> and I go, what's been going on in here? And the game was on. And my husband was sitting there. Naked. Naked. What have what have you? I don't know. So I took the over. <laughs> he had the Steelers going as well. Why is everything sticky? <laughs> oh man. Now you're a big Dolphins fan, I know. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Good season. Good year. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's always it's always doom with them. You never know. I'm just waiting for it to come crashing down. Waiting but for how does a guy, how does a guy from, just from, implode? Yeah, yeah. Someone too is going to get hurt again. Where he's having an unbelievable season, something like that. Something's going to happen. You a Marino guy? How'd you become a? Animal? Yeah, Marino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You're from Brooklyn originally, right? I I, I was born there, but I my I, I lived down in Florida when I was a kid. Okay. So. Oh, I was about to say, okay, how, okay. how would you become a, a Dolphins? Fan Thank God I'm not a Jet fan. I mean, that's a oh. life of misery. So. You know, I think I picked a good team, but they've been bad for years, so who knows? We were trying to figure out, you know, Aaron Rodgers practicing again, and Remember he's is like, it just a... He was, like, teasing people, like, I'm going to be back in people. six weeks. Yeah, right. It's an acute... He's what? not going to play. No, Dude, no, just, he's just doing that. There's no way. You can't get behind that offensive line when an Achilles injury, get a push off your foot to play. He's not. He's just messing with everybody. He's trolling everybody. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Yeah, he could still walk around. He got this different kind of surgery for the Achilles, but he could still walk around, but to actually play and nah. run around in the pocket, there's no way. Can no. you look at my picks for this weekend? I'd like you, after you get done on here with us, I just want you to look at my picks. You sound like you know what you're talking about. I, I think I do, but I don't know. You know, you, you never know with that, but um, I just, I've had enough of this Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift stuff. I've had enough. Well, I mean, you're talking to a diehard Chiefs fan. Yeah, over here, a season ticket holder. Yeah, that's fine, but it's just like you know, it's obviously affecting him on the field. He's having his worst season he's ever had. He's catching three passes for fourteen yards. His head's not into it. The guy's flying all over the world to go see her. He's got to deal with her on the phone. She's a drama queen. <laughs> he doesn't need this. He's just a dumb football player. He doesn't need this chaos in his life. 
Yeah, I look forward to the football metaphors in their breakup song, though. You well, know, yeah, like she's doing. You know, she's going to write an album about them at some point, yeah. which is good for her. You know, I, right. I get it. And she's not used to dating like jocks like him. She dates these like these little wimpy guys that wear skinny jeans. Yeah, he's probably the first guy's ever picked her up, tossed her around. A yeah, bit. and she's she's not mm -hmm. used to that. She likes to dominate the relationship, and I don't know if he likes that. And plus, he he loves the attention. He's oh, wears yeah. his goofy I, outfits you know, I all the time. I do find it funny that she's in like Kansas City a lot, like mm -hmm. Taylor Swift to L.A. Uh, New York, Paris, she's you know, from London. She's she's down. Technically, she's yeah. down with. But the she's slumming it in Kansas City. Everybody's. Slumming We've it been in to Kansas, Kansas City. City. You've been to Kansas City. Yeah. Taylor Swift <laughs> is spending time in Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. it's weird. Like I don't know. It's weird. She got family here. She's I almost feel like she's here, too man. good for Kansas City. What? Yeah, I know. She, I mean, you no know, problem. she she lived in London for a while. Okay, yeah, there's a big city. She's got a place in New York. Nashville, but yeah, Kansas City is a little Kansas weird. Kansas City's a little weird. A little too good for Kansas City. Sounds. I don't like. know if I like her being in Kansas City. I'll be honest. What? With you. She didn't, I don't like because you know it's the beginning of a relationship. Everybody goes along with everything in the beginning of a relationship. Yeah, yeah this is great, it's and all like, of a sudden, like this sucks. It does suck. As soon as Travis Kelsey goes, hey, listen, you know, the, the only thing open right now is Applebee's. Ugh. This is Kansas yeah. City, and I got a gift card. You know, that's when she's going to go, I'm <laughs> you know what? I, I I've got like, enough for this guy. You know what I feel like? <laughs> Two for 20. Listen I, know, yeah. listen, I know I'm not from here. I know I'm, I'm not from Missouri, but I've lived here 20 years. My kids are from And you're crapping on Kansas from Missouri. City. No, fine. I'm not crapping on Kansas City. I don't want to be when she breaks up with him eventually, the relationship sizzles out, she goes and just talks crap about Missouri. Oh, well, it's kind like, of... Like, I feel like she's really going to, She'll write that in a song. Oh, and I had to go to Missouri. Yeah, and then all they're all going to be... over there. They're all going to be burning the Travis Kelsey jerseys that they bought. Yes. They think they're fans. That's oh. going to happen. Yeah, if you hate yeah. it now, just wait for, like, six more months. It's oh, wait. Be... If he messes... If he screws her over somehow and it gets out there... Oh, yeah. If he cheats or something. Yeah. Bad news. Yeah. You and make he, a good point, though. He has a face that does cheat. And he has allegedly oh, yeah. cheated oh, on dude, I've wife. Yeah. What's uh, a cheating face look like? And plus, you know. Like Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. yeah. And plus, some of the women he dated before do not look like Taylor, Taylor Swift right. at all. No. He has a type. He's got a type. And it that's ain't. not her type. And when you go that other complete opposite of your type, eventually. What's type? Like a dirty girl. Like big booty. Big booty. Big, big booty. booty. Dirty girl. Big booty gals. And, and I'm yeah. here for it. Like, I, I think she's a little too goody-goody for him. Like, yeah. I think that he wants, like, a raunchy yeah. hoe. He does. A raunchy hoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he likes. You know? And now, and you know. that's cool. And she's I'm not down. wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> and let me just say this. I am pro-hoe. So I'm not dogging on that. I'm just saying. Pro yeah. Big booty, oh, hoe. And, yeah. And that's Taylor Swift Taylor. looks like she's always being blown over by the wind. If you ever watch her, if you ever watch her walk. She's just, she always looks like she's, she's in being, great She shape. always leans as if she's trying to lean into the wind so she doesn't get blown over. Jim, I've said this before. <laughs> Travis Kelsey looks like your friend from high school that would bang your girlfriend and then tell you about it, like he did you a favor. Yeah, you know he's what like, I mean? ah, whatever, she was lonely. He's you like, were out of town. Yeah, or like no he big did, deal. be like, dude, you know she's not the one. No, you know yeah. what you know what he would like, say. He like want you to thank him because you're like yeah, I banged her, but if she loved you, she wouldn't have done. You that. know what he would you're say? Welcome. He would go, "I took care of that for you." Yeah, that's exactly. That is exactly. And I know he plays and, on my team. And if he didn't play for the Chiefs, I hey, hate his guts. And the ladies want him to take care of it. One thing, I bang a girlfriend. Yeah. Oh yeah, I took you know, care of that brother. For you. Thanks, now you man. know. Yeah, you know. Don't let her play with your heart like that. Hmm. Wait, you banged her? Yeah, but I did it for you. I did it for you, bud. You're welcome. Banged your mom too. What? What? Why'd you do that? Just let you know she was in the other room. <laughs> that was and you're welcome for that too. Yeah. Uh, so Jim Florentine's at the uh, Saint uh, uh, the Saint Charles Funny Bone this weekend tonight, seven thirty, nine thirty tomorrow, seven and nine thirty. Back with Eddie Trunk and Don Don Jameson doing the rock thing. Yeah. On YouTube, watched a couple episodes. 
Yeah, we're trying to get it there. We, we took a little break. We maybe we'll try to move it to a studio or whatever. But we figured, you know, everyone doing stuff on Zoom, we're all over the yeah. place. Let's just do that. We have the rock stars come in and stuff. So we'll yeah, see where some, it goes. Yeah, some good guests. Yeah, yeah, no, we got great guests. The problem is, you know, technology, you know, some guy, one guy's on his in his car, he doesn't have good service and stuff like that. So it gets yeah. a little wonky with that. But, you know, it, it's we're all friends and we all yeah. try, we're trying to figure out a way to get the show back on just doing it ourselves. We obviously couldn't use that metal show name. So VH1 owns that. Yeah. So we just changed it to That Rocks and it's us three guys. So yeah, we'll it's see. Cool. It's, it's cool. cool. I mean, you guys are in your little, you know, Zoom boxes. Yeah. I mean, I saw the episode with Scott Ian and I saw the episode with uh, Ted Nugent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Uh, were you at the final Kiss show? No. I would figure that would be something you, you know, yeah. all three. I never really got into Kiss that much. Who's your favorite band? Black Sabbath. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But I never got into Kiss. I don't, my older brothers got me into music, and Kiss wasn't on the radar. And then by the time I got into them, the, it was like, eh, it's a, it's a little corny. What do you think about Ozzy? You think if he's got one more show left in him, do you no. think Black Sabbath would get back together, like Bill Ward would get over his crap, and no. they'd do one, one off show? No, Ozzy's, oh. like, in, not in good health. I know he's not. Yeah, you see pictures. He's in, like, the paparazzi's take a picture of and right. stuff. Yeah. He's walking with a cane, and, you know, he's got Parkinson's, and he had back surgery, and I suppose they messed up the back surgery. Well, too, this is so what, barely... is it today the 20th anniversary of his ATV accident? Yeah, of the anniversary. Like, today, yeah. Right, he's 70, he turns 75. On Sunday. Uh, yeah, on Sunday, yeah. There's too much bad blood, and plus, you know, yeah, he just can't do it. Like, he wants to, but he said, I'm not going to come out in a chair like Phil Collins right. and sit in a chair. I can't do that. Well, I even heard an interview with him the other day. Like, Geezer Butler hasn't called him as far as, like, how you doing? <clears throat> well, that's because hey, the wives don't get along. Because the wives Yeah, it's because the wives he said, don't get along. Geezer even said, our wives don't get along, so you can't call your friend? Did you go to the final tour, the end? Yeah. Um, uh, with Tommy Clufetto's on yeah. drums instead of Bill Ward? That, like, I went to the Chicago show for that, and it was... It was really sad. I really wanted to see all those guys. I wanted Bill Ward to get over everything, and I wanted them to all come back together for the end. And so I've, I've always had kind of this romanticism of they will come back together for one last show, maybe in a chair for Ozzy. I don't know. But well, did you see the that. last time Ozzy played live, he had like a like a back like brace thing, like a, like a, it almost looked like a guitar stand. Like to mm. stand him up. To stand him up. Awful. Dang. Like, yeah. it looked like it put Ozzy in a guitar stand yeah, so he, he could stand up. He doesn't you know what? want that. His, he doesn't need it either. His comment on not wanting to sit down, I thought about, like, when Dave Grohl broke his leg and that throne was out there. I mean, it, you can do it. You can do a, a good show I would be down. pissed off if I saw Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters and Dave was sitting down. I saw that, I saw I saw that. that show. Yeah. I saw it, too. And I also saw Axel in the same throne because that throne. was Dave Grohl's throne. And Axel sounded great. It was when they first got back together. And he sounded great because he wasn't running around. So he sounded really good. I would see Ozzy in the throne. That's a good idea to put him in a throne. But, you know, the drummers are always the first ones to go far, as far as, you know, as they get older. And Bill Ward, you know, playing a two-hour show, that's going to be tough on yeah. him. And that was the original reason. They thought he was going to get back together, but then they said he wasn't in shape and he needed some shoulder surgery. You know, and you got to play an hour, 45 minutes yeah. or two hours like that. And that, so that was the reason. I know, believe me, I wanted Bill there too. It would have been nice to have those four, but... You know, um, yeah, but Geezer and Ozzy don't talk because they're the wives. It's the like, wives. Come on. Yeah, I read that. if I had a wife and go, no, you can't talk to my, a guy you've known for 50 years, I'm like, F you. Especially when you've built your entire, your success in your marriage on the backbone of that money that you made well, in the and band. Well, and by the way, the you. two wives, so Geezer Butler's wife, Gloria Butler, is a, is a music manager too. Mm. From so, St. Louis. From St. Louis. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you have two very hard-headed women 
but that shouldn't have to do anything with the history of the, the husbands. He yeah. couldn't sneak away and text them. Right. You know, like you text an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it's good to hear from you. I'm but is, now, it a, yeah, is it a, yes, dear. I don't want you talking to that Aussie anymore. <laughs> yes, dear. Yes, that dear. Sucks. I won't text him. <laughs> I don't know. These nostalgia runs are seem to be a thing now. So, uh, Aerosmith wound up canceling here in St. Mm-hmm. Louis. Uh, would have liked to have seen them. Yeah. Kiss did their final run. Uh, who's doing the nostalgia tours for now? Well, ACDC right. playing Power Trip Festival. I mean that that gave. Dreams of oh my god, ACDC is going to come back out of retirement. Like Brian Johnson can hear again, and they're just going to come out. And I, I think it can happen. What do you think about that? There's so there's rumors that they're going to do a festival over in Europe. They're already booked. Someone leaked it. ACDC, so, yeah. So they're going to do you know those big festivals like over in Europe out. in the summer. Yeah, Good for Hellfest St. Louis. One of them. So so they'll probably do. I, I'm thinking they're going to do like ten stadium shows in the states. Ooh, that'd be. That, they'll do it over the summer next year. I love people get excited about, it. oh, my God, ACDC's played a big festival out in, in Berlin, Germany. Right. You ain't going. Get on, yeah, Maybe. get on a flight, man. You ain't going. I used to want to go to Hellfest. Have you ever been to Hellfest? I haven't. I did uh, download one year, <laughs> which was cool. great. I want to go to one. I'm thinking about maybe this year going to one of those you big should. festivals. I know. We were talking about Aerosmith earlier. So it was Steven Tyler's quote-unquote vocal issues. But we're thinking maybe it has something to do with the pending lawsuits against him. Yeah. That he no, he did. Tour. I mean, I wanted to go. The first show was in Philadelphia over Labor Day weekend. I'm like, and I was, I was like, I got to go because I don't know how long this tour is going to last. I didn't go because the tickets was like 600 bucks on mm. StubHub. I'm like, I'm not paying Learn how much. much did you spend on tickets? I spent over $1,000. Yeah. They were sick. I'm like, I'm not paying $600 for this. And they were going to play Newark and Jersey by me or the Garden in January. I go, I'll wait, but I don't know. If, and of course the tour was over after five, five shows. Five shows. So bummed out. So you really think it was vocal issues? It was vocal issues, yeah. I mean, and then now with all the stuff going on, I think if he if he can get his vocal issues fixed, he'll do shows again. Yeah, it's a band I like. I don't think I really ever saw. I saw them at a little thing that did like five songs. Yeah, I went out to Vegas for their residency, like right as it started, uh, like in 2017, and that was the last time I've seen them. And I, that's one of my top bands. I just love them. Um, and I, 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 I got an email from Ticketmaster last week, and some listeners were hitting me up. They're like, "Are you going to get your refund?" And I'm holding out. I'm holding out hope. I'm not getting a refund yet because I think they will possibly reschedule. Them. They're holding on to your money. No, you oh, can, yeah. you I can still get think a Rage refund. Against the Machine. Has I think mine. Rage Against the Machine still has our money. Yeah, yeah I'm same. pretty certain. Yeah. Hmm. When they canceled their tour, I don't. I don't remember. I don't recall a refund. The credit card machine was the machine they were raging against. <laughs> right. I saw that show twice at the Garden. They did five nights at Madison Square Garden. How was it? It was great. With, with Zach just sitting on a speaker, just See, sitting on the stage. I, I, it was great. The same. I know it wasn't, but it's still cool. He was still going crazy just sitting down. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. I would have been bummed out had he been had he done a sitting show. It's one of my favorite bands, though, man. I still have never oh, seen them. Never seen I, them? I'd have yeah. seen anything. I'd have taken oh, I anything. I saw them in their prime. Most unbelievable. They're ever going to use this hologram technology they keep trying to force on us. It seems like all these things we're discussing are good times. Like, get Ozzy in a chair, but then have some old, younger holograms of Ozzy doing some stuff Yeah, well, that's what Kiss said they're going to do. It's going to be hologram Kiss going forward. The avatars. Avatar. Yeah, come on. Nobody's going to see Did you that. see the Dio uh, hologram tour? I did. It was okay. It was a little weird, but it, that's not going to, you know, no one's going to be doing arenas doing that stuff. Yeah. That's for like a little club. Is that what you saw? Fan. So it was, it yeah. was a Dio hologram show. Yeah. And, w- and where was it at? It was in Jersey. So it was at a smaller place. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was probably about a 700, 800 seat little, little theater. But is it like watching a movie? It's, yeah, it's, it's. 
you know, they got the guys playing. Oh, so it's a real, so it's a yeah. real, like a real band. Yeah, playing. it's his real band that it was most of his backing band. A lot of guys that were in Dio before playing, but I don't know, it just didn't have the same oh, feel. That's weird. Yeah. I can see it being like a interesting gimmick in like a theater or something like that. I mean, there is a, a couple of those acts. Wasn't there a Japanese band uh, that does like a? Well, the Gorillas. The Gorillas yeah. is a cartoon, you know, the cartoon band. Oh, yeah, yeah, but there's like an but arena. They have a ba- you know, you see the cartoons, but a band playing behind them. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. But that's been the gimmick since the get-go. That's yeah. part of the brand. And I can see it kind of being something like that. But these nostalgia acts that we grew up listening to that aren't or didn't play with tracks and guitar tracks and vocal tracks going full hologram, that's asinine. That's ridiculous. I don't know. Def Leppard just announced that they're going to play Bush Stadium this summer. Is it Def Leppard? Journey. Journey, yeah. Journey Cheap, Cheap Trick, trick. Yeah. we got here. Yeah, and we had them in 2022, I think, right? The stadium tour came through with Motley Crue. And, man, the sound was not good at Bush. And a lot of people are like, they better well, get Well, Motley Crue fixed. sounded terrible. Yeah. Uh, but Def Leppard sounded a little too good. I yeah. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Def Leppard so sounded supposedly they a, don't little, do any backing a little tracks. too good. The Def Leppard. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they yeah. rehearse, like, you know, beforehand. They're all doing the, ba- like, uh, warm up for like an hour before the show. I'm hearing they don't use any. Oh yeah. As far as Motley, that's, you know, <laughs> the jury's out on that. Dude, I saw Def Leppard and Poison at Chaffetz, I think, a couple of years ago here, and it was like you've never seen more of a dichotomy of a guy that took care of himself and a guy that didn't. Like the dude, Def Leppard guitarist looks like cybergenics. Dude, that guy's like ripped. Yeah. He's got on. Like oh yeah, he's, he's, greasing, in. he's greased yeah. up. He's stuff. Oh. Like I think I still, I'm like, so dude, good. I would kill. This guy's like a 70 years old, and I'd swap bodies with him like that. Yep. And then the lead singer of Def Leppard was just in like bedazzled sweatpants, <laughs> and his move was to take the microphone stand and balance it on your hand like a baseball bat when you were a little kid. I and think I was he like, was, Joe Elliott's in pretty good shape. He didn't look like he was. Vince, he didn't move at all. It's he's Vince grown Neil. into his body, however old he is. Vince Neil from Motley Crue has. Uh, not looking good. Sweet, sweet vents. I, I have a soft spot sweet, in my heart for sweet, sweet vents. I do. And he didn't sound <laughs> as bad. Like, everybody was dogging on Vince Neil because of his helium vocals. And honestly, like, they played live wire, and I was all over it, man. He sounded great. Yeah, they put out his worst moments in the in those viral clips. Yeah. You know, I know. It's like, dude, I mean, anybody that's performed anything has had some bad moments. And if Sometimes he's good, and sometimes... It's, you never know what you're going to mm. get with Motley. You can get a great show, or you can get a, ah, not so good. But I, I, I have a soft spot for Vince, too, because Vince is like, hey, man... I don't care anymore. Like I'm just gonna put on weight. I don't eat. Yeah. I don't worry. I'm just gonna live my life. The guy's just like still just hanging around with two girls, friggin' drinking and stuff like that. He's like, this is what I want to do. That's him. I kind of respect that in a weird way. Yeah. And you, listen, you're going the show to hear the songs. You're singing along anyway. You don't care what he sounds like. Yeah. And you got the two backup girl singers, the yeah, strippers out good. there to yeah. distract. It's a big distraction. Now you're singing Doctor Feelgood. You're not even hearing what he's doing. <laughs> right. You don't even you just see him. You don't care. Yeah. Plus, it was all, that's always it's just a fun band. He's not Sebastian Bach, and he never has tried to be. You know dude, what I mean? Sebastian Bach just put out a new song today that sounds pretty damn good. Dude, that dude's voice. He's a shredder, shredder singer, and Vince Neil's never been known as a shredder singer. So for people to be crashing on him, be like, what in the hell are you, have you been buying all these? Are days? you a Skid? We talked about Skid Row a couple weeks. I ago. I love Sebastian Bach. I think the guy rips. When we played with him in South Korea, I was like, oh my god, we're playing with Skid Row. Who's the other guy? That's sweet. Still uh, good. Who's the other? What's the other guy's name? They've been on six still, singers so far. Yeah, so. still good. No, the original, the original Skid Row lineup. But dude, it listen to Sebastian. Monkey Business. That's the jam. Right mm. there. Yeah. Sebastian shreds. He shreds, and that, and you knew that going in. That's one of the reasons you went to see Skid Row. But it's not one of the reasons you went to see Vince Neil. It's not. It was for the party. It's for the fun. It's for the show. Yeah, it's to see Tommy Lee. You know, do like the the things roller on the, ro- the roller coaster drums and yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So the, know, zoom the fire in, on the, the zoom in on his like on his vocals for one TikTok thing or something. That's unfair. Oh, John Five brings some new energy to the band. Oh, that's right, yeah. John Five's yeah. in the band. Yeah, Absolute I saw the first shredder. show back last last year with oh, John Five in the band. Great. Yeah, he's great. He fits in well. Yeah, Seems he fits like he in fits great. In well, he, yeah. I mean, he's like. You know, I mean, he's played for so many people, but on his Instagram and different places, you can tell, like, he's he's a fan. He's oh, like, he's a oh huge fan. Oh, my God, fan. I'm playing with Motley Crue. He's a huge fan of Motley Crue. Yeah, dude, Crue. he is. You can tell. He's that like, was a weird move going from Rob Zombie to Motley Crue. I agree. How about from Marilyn Manson to Rob Zombie to, to Motley right, Crue? Right, but, you know, Rob, uh, yeah, and, you know, that, I was like, wow, that was a pretty, that was a shock. I know, I know he's a big 80s fan. Johnny knows every song, you know, and stuff like that, but for him to go from Rob to Motley... But you're thinking, all right, Motley's definitely going to be doing a lot of tours because he's not going to leave that cash cow mm -mm. a Rob coming around every summer. So, yeah, I think he actually blindsided Rob Zombie when he said he was joining Motley Crue. I bet. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. I, see, I, I, I figured this is pickup stuff. I can't remember if that no, was... No, he's a full-fledged member of Oh, Motley he's Crew. a full-fledged member, yeah. And then they brought the original guy, Rooks or something, back with uh, Rob Zombie. And yeah. That they, they wasn't even out there. Like, Rob did some uh, big show out in California, big festival, and he was there. And John Five wasn't there. He goes, hey, we got our original guy. He didn't even announce it. So what? suddenly some, something went down. Yeah, We had him on that. that rock show, John. He said, yeah, I haven't talked to Rob. I'd love to talk to him. So yeah. I haven't oh, talked no. since. So. I had no idea. I thought this was like, a, hey, we're doing a tour, and John Five's playing. No. No, he's no. a permanent member now. They've, got, they've recorded like five new songs oh, that are see, coming out, too. I didn't get the newsletter. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, check your spam folder for your John <laughs> Five quarter. Yeah. Well, I didn't follow him. I just I didn't get my my crew letter. Uh, somebody said to ask him about the Texas uh, Texas Hippie Coalition. Yeah, I like those guys. Why why should I, I'm asked why should I ask him about the Texas Hippie Coalition? There's a band out of Texas. They're kind of like a you know like a Pantera, like a but not as oh, so it's something to check out. Yeah, yeah, oh, good. yeah. They got somebody, like five records. Somebody out. said like you got a story about yeah, them. Okay, some crazy so something story. to check out. Okay, cool. Texas right. Hippie Coalition. Uh, I do before Jim leaves. I do want to play a game. Uh, with Jim and give us a call 314-624-3833 618-398-3833 we'll do a couple rounds uh, I don't know if you've played this with us before it's called Just the Two of Us so we'll get a listener on the phone and the listener you're going to play all the time so a listener will pick uh, a ratio member here to go up against you so Rafe will read a question we'll write our answers down if three of our five answers match the listener gets a prize Simple as that. So we're going to try to mind It's a melt. music question? No. Just, oh, okay, anything. It's just any question. All right. It's very family feudish. It's very family okay. feudish. And we're, right. going to try, we're going to try to, whoever you're playing with, kind of mind meld to get an answer. Mm -hmm. And our answers have to match. So three of the five answers that they match, our listener gets a fabulous prize, including tickets to go see Steel Panther, which would be, uh, they'll be at the factory uh, next Sunday, the 17th. I'm sure you've seen Steel Panther. Love them. Love them, too. They're great. We don't have to work on Monday either. I know. So exciting. Man, I'm going. Yeah. They're so good. See you there. Uh, we got tickets to go see uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, and we got tickets to go uh, see uh, Moon and uh, Punk Rock Christmas tomorrow over at the pageant. All right, let's go to the phones here. This is a simple game. So, again, Jim's playing the whole time. Learn got you a pen and paper over there, so you have to write your answer down. Uh, Jason, good morning. Morning, Riz. Happy birthday. Thanks, buddy. All right, Jason, uh, pick a Riz Show member. Let's go with Moon. All right. Yes. So Moon is playing with Jim Florentine. All right. So don't say your answer out loud. Just write your answer down. If you match three of the five, Jason gets tickets. All right. Here we go. Rafe. All right. Gentlemen. A country in Europe. Name a country in Europe. A game played at a picnic. 
a game played at a picnic. A famous painter. Famous painter. Number four, a bird that cannot fly. A bird that cannot fly. Jim's got a very confused look on his face. <laughs> on every one of them. I have my answer. No, no, I <laughs> Finally, five, a breakfast cereal mascot. Breakfast cereal mascot. Oh, man. Oh, oh, man. These are tough. Starting off with a hell of a round. All right, so here's how we're going to figure this out. So, Rafe will read the question again. Learn will count down. Three, yes. two, one. And Jim and Moon, you'll say your answers at the same exact time to see if you guys match. Okay? So, same at the same exact time. And we'll see if we get three or five. <laughs> no, I just had to finish it off. I, 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 you keep looking around like you're trying to copy off someone's no, paper. No, 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 I, no, no. I ain't laughing. What was the tough one for you? The bird? No. No, the bird. No, it was uh, the last one. Cereal mascot. A cereal yeah. mascot. Got one. Oh, really? Oh, I got well, it, but I, I just that was an easy one. Let's uh, let's, let's oh, see what no. happens. Here. You might be better no. than you. You also thought John Five wasn't a Motley Crew. Well, I knew he was in. I just no, didn't I know, know he was in. <laughs> and you're waiting for Razor to come back, which they never will. <laughs> which is unfortunate. All right, here we go. Rafe. All right. A country in Europe. Three, two, one. Oh, I'm sorry. One. Three, two, one. Uh, hang on. Okay. Oh, Learn, guys. count it down. Three, two, one. England. Norway. Okay. Oh, Norway. No. That's all right. <laughs> all right. On one, we'll say it. Uh, number two. There's some good metal bands out of Norway. That's why I said You're it. making it. <laughs> Norway was the number one answer. No, it was not. <laughs> this is a tough one for me. <laughs> go, all right. Go. A game played at a picnic. Three, two, one. Wiffle ball. <laughs> Balls. Good answer. Okay. Good answer. Shoes, Why would answer. he say washers? He's an East Coast guy. He don't. Know I said, "How hell do I know?" What is washers? It's kind of like, like horseshoes. We play these little metal discs, so you don't. Oh yeah, so no, I've never heard that. Head. Oh, it's pretty addicting. Wiffle balls are great. Wiffle balls are good. Oh, I said horseshoes. Oh, for two. We got a patient zero. <sighs> no. All right, number three, a famous painter. Three, two, one. Da Picasso. Vinci. Dang it, I was oh. going to say Picasso. And go, sorry, Picasso was the answer. Picasso. Also. Go on, just see if we get at least one right. Number four, uh, a bird that cannot fly. Three, two, one. Ostrich. Penguin <laughs> was the number one answer. <laughs> I had penguin. And finally, for the sweep, a breakfast cereal mascot. Three, two, one. Leprechaun. Tony the Tiger. Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Yeah. Oh, See, no. that's the one I put Lucky Charms, and I'm thinking, what the hell is that again? Lucky. Why? Yeah. Lucky the Leprechaun. But the Leprechaun, yeah. All right. Terrible Tony start. Uh, let's go to Chris and Arnold. Chris, good morning. Man. Morning. All right. Pick somebody. Rafe. All right. Rafe and Jim Florentine. All right. Just the two of us. Round number two. Here we go. All right. I'll be asking the questions. We'll be, don't peek. All right. A famous rock band from the 70s. Number two, a type of flower given on Valentine's Day. Number three, an item found in a first aid kit. Number four, a board game for families. Board game for families. And finally, number five, a creature that lives underwater. 
No, dude. Do you need any repeated? No. You got at least three here. I hope. I mean, I always, when a comedian comes in, I feel pressure. When I, that you have to be funny every time? Two comics, man. We got to be on the. Three of my answers are Norway, I hope. <laughs> I hope you're ready for that. <laughs> like, did we err on the side of funny or trying to match? All right, here we go. Learn okay. how to tell. All right, here we go. A famous rock band from the 70s. Three, two, one. Black Sabbath. Because uh, rock is like if, if you said metal. I just thought you'd say Black Sabbath. I, had I was Zeppelin. playing the Zeppelin. Mm. Skinner was good. Zeppelin. Zeppelin was good. Zeppelin was the right. I had Black Sabbath. Sabbath I thought yeah. I was. Moon, you had Sabbath. I was betting on what had been said. You didn't write anything down. I had Sabbath. Number two, a type of flower given on Valentine's Day. Three, two, one. Rose. Oh, Very good gentleman. One. Crushing it. One. Number three, an item found in a first aid kit. Three, two, one. Band-Aid. Band-Aid. Yes. Very good. Yes. Oh, Here we go. Here Feeling we go. <sighs> Gotta hope we got this one. Number Gotta four. Get one. Gotta get one of the next A two. board game for families. Three, two, one. Monopoly. Yeah. Yes. Winner. And I wasn't going to put Monopoly. I'm like, kids, can they really, really like play? Because it's kind of difficult. I started right. thinking about the money. The money. And I was yeah. Like, this? But then I was like, I don't remember any other games. So same with me. And the last one, just God. Uh, number five, a creature that lives underwater. Three, two, one. Fish. Alligator. Right. Whale. I said fish. You said alligator. Doesn't matter. Three out of five. Somebody Winner. took home tickets. Well, let's do uh, one more here. Uh, Murphy, uh, hello. How you doing? Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. Uh, pick somebody. Um, I'll go with Moon. All right, yes. Moon Redemption. and Jim. Redemption let's time. Let's do it. Lock All it right. up. All right. Okay. Okay. We're mind melding. Here we go. An author of classic literature. A toy popular in the 1990s. Toy popular in the 1990s. Yeah, 90s. Sorry, bro. I was a grown man in the 90s. Well, playing with toys. <laughs> okay. One of the seven dwarves whose name does not end in Y. One of the seven dwarves whose name does not end in a Y. Number four, a mythical creature. Number five, name something people eat with crackers. Oh, dude. We wow. got a winner here. Wow. We got a you winner so? here. There's some tough ones. There was, uh, yeah, there was one tough one, but I feel like the other four are doing well, Let's do this. We're doing this for Murph. We're good about Final it. Murph, here. here we go. Jim Florentine and Moon Valjean, an author of classic literature. Three, two, one. Mark Shakespeare. Twain. Shakespeare. Shakespeare's the guy. Dang. Shakespeare. Twain's good, good. Top two answers. You're, you're this one. I want to hear what Jim says here. <laughs> I just want to hear what you say. Uh, a toy popular in the 1990s. Three, two, one. Ninja Tickle Turtle me. doll. Oh, that's oh a good I said one. Ninja Turtles too. Ninja Turtles is true. What'd you I was, say? I was. I said Tickle Me Elmo, but I was gonna say Super Soaker. Elmo's good. I had Barbie. Uh, Ninja Turtles. Good, good answer. That was a good answer. That was a great answer. Was. Was. All right, that was popular. I thought you were going to. Will we go over? Like 10. cocaine. I was a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three. One of the seven dwarves whose name does not end in a Y. Three, two, one. Doc. Yeah. yeah. The comeback begins. Ooh, we got to sweep out here, guys. Whew. Number four, oh, a mythical creature. Three, two, one. Medusa. Unicorn. 
Medusa. Dang. Bigfoot, number one answer. It's I an had, anthrax song. That's why. I thought monster. we were locking together. I Come had on. Dragon at first, and I thought right. maybe he's a GOT fan. Right, just for, right. just for posterity here. <laughs> All right. Name something people eat with crackers. Three, two, one. Cheese. Peanut butter. Oh. Boy. Two cracker toppings, but sorry, boys. Hey, I do before before we let you go, Jim. I do want to play uh, one of your calls that uh, at the top of your your Twitter page, dude had had us laughing in the uh, in the studio. I guess you're still doing you're still doing the the uh, yeah the terrorizing, the terrorizing telemarketers. Yeah, I mean, why not? I love it. It's so good. I just I, I reconnected my house phone after all these years and plugged it in and just you know and they start calling right away. Like I did an album like eight years ago with yeah. calls and then I just dis- disconnected my house phone because I don't need it. I plugged it back in eight years later. I still had the same companies calling me like these window companies. They must just keep <laughs> calling and calling until someone picks up. Right. Yeah, it's Dude, great. This they, is hilarious. This one is called. Did you hear this, Rafe? I don't know. I was talking about. Or I think last time I saw you, last time you were at the Funny Bone, man. We. I can't remember if you did something about where you kept passing the phone to your brother. Oh yeah, hold on. Let oh, me yeah. put my brother on the yeah, phone. Yes, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's a classic. It's classic. Stupid. This it's is one of my favorites. Terrorizing a telemarketer. Uh, track is called OK. Hello, James. Yes. <laughs> Good day to you. I am calling on a recorded line with insurance quote. So, are you interested in saving money? It's saving money on what? It's it's, it's saving money on your car insurance, James. What, what's that? It is for your auto insurance. Do you currently have car insurance for it? I don't know. How would I know? <laughs> so, James, I'm going to transfer you now to the licensed agent. So, could you please stay on the line? <laughs> stay on the line, okay? Well, she has to have your confirmation. Yes. And I know. James? It. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so please stay on the line, okay? <laughs> He's just holding her prisoner at this point. <laughs> I'm going to transfer you now, okay? Stand line. <laughs> James, is it okay for you if I'm going to transfer you now to the licensed agent? What? <laughs> is it okay for you if I'm going to transfer you now to the licensed agent? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm going to transfer. What I mean is, I'm going to transfer you now to the licensed agent. So, can you please stay on the line? Hello, James? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so please stand the line, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> it's brutal. Her blood pressure is crazy at this point. James? Yeah. I would, I would just like to know if it's okay to you if I'm going to transfer you now to the licensed agent. So please stand the line, okay? James, is it a yes or no? What? <laughs> is it okay for you if I'm going to transfer you now to the licensed agent? What do you mean? I'm go- what I mean is I'm going to transfer you now to the licensed agent, so please stay on the line, okay? What's that? James, I want to know if it's okay to you or not. What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's okay now. <laughs> it's always okay at the end. That's awesome. Right. I, I don't want to keep like you know. I know I'm going to lose them, so I got to answer every once in a while. Like what? What do you mean <laughs> yeah. to keep to lure them back in? So that's why I always say you know, and I always play dumb. Like I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying uh, to get the information. Yeah, worked at, when I was in college, I sold. Uh, we would go in and try to sell AT and T back to people who hated AT and T. 
and I just know that she's sitting in a cubicle, and there's like a, they get ready to ring the bell and like make the little tick board. Because it's like weird boiler room stuff happening mm. in those rooms. Oh, yeah. I know she has to get the confirmation, like you said. Yeah. Okay. And then I say, okay, then she's going to transfer you. So I'm like, oh, perfect. So I'm never yeah, going to say okay. Man. There's like a floor manager looking at her, like waiting to make the tick yeah. mark. And you're just holding her hostage. <laughs> Hilarious. Amazing. All right. There he is, the great Jim Florentine. See him at the Funny Bone St. Charles this weekend. Tonight, 730 and uh, 930. Tomorrow, 7 to 930. I uh, think it is confirmed that this is at least... Jim's fifth time here. No, oh, you gave me a plaque last time I was in. I think that was I think it was me and Nikki had the most appearances. Me and yes. Nikki Glazer. Yeah, and last time you were here uh, was in uh, whatever year it was, and we weren't sure if it was fourth or fifth. Now, for the fifth timers, it's beyond a plaque. It's the red jacket, which is currently donned on our... Uh, our mannequin. Our mannequin, Carl, which we'll need you to sign before you leave. Maybe for the third So time. I get the red jacket? You got the red jacket. You get it for... Like get it seconds. so we can take a picture of you. Oh, oh, okay. I thought I got it to go. All right, what else are we plugging, like Jim? SNL. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So just, uh, yeah, and the new Terrorizing Telemarkers Volume 7 is out wherever you get your music. All right, there he is, the great Jim Florentine. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976 and their team of 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live in the communities where they work. And the team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive, your car, your light truck, your van, your SUV, your hybrid and EV to help you choose the tires you want and need sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. Make sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving New Year January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com and drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Happy 2024 from your friends at Dobbs. The real deal for real deals since 1976. The Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a uh, complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair, and the Colchesterville Fence Deck, we did a uh, complete teardown, 
and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Red Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you got to call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard. And Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods. Because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement tea experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Rewind. A um, couple of offset things here. First of all, Mickey Mouse hit the public domain on Monday. And so because of that, now we're going to have all these murderous Mickey Mouse movies. Uh, the first one to come out is going to be called Mickey's Mouse Trap, where Mickey Mouse. Guy in a mask goes on a killing spree and it's it looks cheesy as hell. It's all about like a chick's 21st birthday. She's stuck at an amusement arcade and she's getting killed by Mickey. You'll probably Do you watch understand it. the implication? Like Mickey Mouse is now in the oh, public yeah. domain. That's, That's So we can start printing shirts with that? Just the 1928 cartoon. Like the Steamboat Willie. Yeah. yeah. If I look up Cleveland Steamboat Willie on Pornhub right now, <laughs> I guarantee it's on yeah. there. Yeah. Don't do it. How did it happen? (laughs) How did that lapse? Or is that something that legally has to be? Legally, uh, is it 100 years? Yeah. It's like the happy birthday song or something like that. Yeah, legally. And then cannot be purchased? It has to be public domain forever? They fought it for, because I think in the 70s it was eligible and they kept winning somehow. Yeah. It's somehow. Finally. That's kind of absurd. Somehow Disney had the money to win those. He's grandfathered (laughs) in. I'm not sure where I fall on that. I want to look up what, what the point of it is. Because it seems absurd. Yeah. They just it's, wanted to control it. I mean, think about how big that brand is. Yeah, but as they no, should. I understand I'm, why Disney would do- want to control it. I'm saying the public domain thing auto- oh. automatically 100 years, like two generations easily lives within 100 years. It's very strange to have built yeah. something and then say, have a law that takes it from your legacy. Right. I don't know. Help. Somebody find out. Kiss Help. Kiss for. Kiss's first Avatar concert will debut in 2027, and apparently, uh, when they talked about this at their end of the road tour, people are like, "These avatars suck," and so they're already kind of making updates to what the avatars will look like by that tour in 27. Uh, exclusive rights are subject to a time and generally expire 70 years after the author's death, or 95 years after publication oh. in the United States. Uh, works published before January 1st, tw- uh, 1928 are in the public domain. That's so weird. Crazy. I don't... Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's going to change. It was just weird These that, are laws that were made in the 30s. Yeah, if it's a like, company that's still going strong, to, like, I'd understand if the company was 
disbanded and it wasn't around anymore, but that's odd. Yeah, it, it is odd. Is, that, and now that, is that, the that reason, stuff will change. Is that the reason why It's a Wonderful Life is so popular because it was in the public domain and yeah, whatever yeah. network. But I don't know if it, I don't know if it was in public domain because I don't, I'm not I'm not sure it was a public domain thing, but it was something close to that. But I'm not sure if that was because of some random duration. What do you here. mean? Like they couldn't air it? No, yeah. they, no they, they they could, could air it without paying oh. like without having to get permissions or pay certain licensing fees. They, I think they still paid something, but it was cheap. Right, and that's why they yeah, played like rerun that's because why. it was like Christmas programming, hmm. and it was a and that's that's what made that movie that movie. Like it's not a very good film, but but that doesn't they mean they played the crap out of it. It doesn't mean that who doesn't own it wasn't making money, right? Yeah, I don't know. I gotta look in. I gotta look into it more. But uh, I mean, there's the implications culturally. Like a Christmas Carol's public domain. We reason we can have Scrooge and we can have all these become such a cultural touchstone, an iconic thing that it's like. You wouldn't have any of those. If people had to buy the rights for it every single time they wanted to do the, a Christmas carol, you wouldn't see it, you know, also ingrained in the culture. So there's, that's probably, I would assume, why. They're like, if, if something's still around after 100 years and has any kind of cultural, I hate to say, impact, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, is there anybody in the Dickens... Yeah, like the Dickens family. The Dickens like, family. Yeah, we are get, taking a Dickens right now, quite frankly, from public domain. Calm down, Lyle Dickens. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear arguments. <laughs> All right, well, think on, about on this. Both sides. Um, it's, it's, I never thought about it before. Something and, and, you wrote. Uh, okay, makes money for a certain amount of time. Then all, then you die, and then and all my kids. My kids don't get that. But then maybe your kids die. Okay, and their kids don't get that. Maybe there's no more. Uh, there's no more in the lineage. There's no more uh, estate. What do you mean? There's no more estate. There's plenty of estate. Believe me, I have enough kids. We're we're, we're living forever. Um, okay. Use me as an Dickens, example. Dickens. The Dickens. <laughs> the Dick. The Dickenses. The Dickenses. Yeah. I'm living forever on this. Bruce Dickens is. <laughs> Bruce Dickens' son is Charles Dickens' son. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> All right, and finally. We're going to go around the room. What is your favorite science fiction movie of all time? Riz. So I only pick one? <clears throat> yep. Oh, come Man. on. All right, two. You get two. No, I've got five. What about 20? <laughs> give me. I wrote down a bunch. Give me, like, your ask. top three. Okay. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Um, <laughs> also on my list. Okay. I'm going to say Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay. Oh, so good. Great. So good. That's, ooh, 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 that's a top dinner. Man, I was trying. I was trying to, and I wanted to give a curveball. Uh huh. I wanted to throw like a like a weird one, yeah. the weird one in there. Let's see it. The Fifth Element. Yeah, good one. Okay. All right. Cute. It was maybe not my favorite. Maybe not my favorite. But <laughs> I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that in like my top ten. Yeah, it's a cool. This is probably one of those movies you've seen more than almost any other film, even of the ones you really mm-hmm. love. It's I like love one of those movie. films that's on the background. You just don't you love that movie? Yeah. It's a great movie. Scott, what's yours? Mine is They Live. I love that film. Yeah, the 80s. That one is so good. They live. Is and that, I've uh, seen it at least Roddy twice Piper? a year. John Carpenter. That's the, the bubble, longest fight the scene gun. in any movie. Yeah, it's such a ridiculous fight scene, but the concept is very, very fascinating, and I always love that. And then, um, obviously, the humorous stuff like Hitchhiker's Guide, the one that was oh done gosh. in early 2000. That yeah. one was such yeah. a fun film and hilarious. And then, um, let's see, E.T. E.T. I think would be that's on my on list there as well. That did, did Hitchhiker's Guide, that, so that with... Um, that movie's incredible. Sam. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Did that I, get its due? Because... No. I don't no. know. I, I read some of the book. No. And the I, book read the whole, I read the whole series. 
Hitchhiker series. Um, I think not. the movie did not do well. It didn't do as well yeah. as it should because it's really good. And cool. Martin Freeman's in it. I mean, he's he's phenomenal. And Zoe Deschanel. Sam Rockwell oh, yeah. in it is, is that, he's that, that single-handedly will make you a fan. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. of Sam Rockwell. Rafe, what about you? Predator, Aliens, Terminator 2. Heck yeah. And my dark horse, Ice Pirates. Okay. Ice Pirates. You remember <laughs> that movie, that? dude? No. Yeah. No. Oh, bull crap, dude. <laughs> what is Ice Pirates? Bro. It's Robert Ulrich. What? Going around where, stealing frozen water? Where, like, uh, it was, like, on KPLR as a kid. Dude, I used to love that movie where the two robots have a dance-off. Oh, uh, Robert Ulrich. Okay. Uh, what what TV show was he on? Spencer for Hire. Spencer for Hire. Dude, if you haven't seen Ice Pirates, you're you're depriving yourself of the best Star Wars knockoff <laughs> hey, of all It's free with ads on YouTube. There you go. <laughs> Moon, what about you? Well, um, so I had Empire on there. I had Terminator 2 on my list. But I'll tell you, my top, and, and I consider The Prestige, Christopher Nolan's The Prestige, sure. science mm-hmm. fiction, and that's just one of my favorite movies in general. Inception. But, but my top three will be um, The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, The Matrix. The yep. Matrix. Yep. Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. Yep. And then 2001 A Space Odyssey has to be oh, yeah, my, that's a, my favorite yeah. sci-fi. My top really? two are E.T., Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Eternal is up there. And Rolling, the reason we're asking this is because what Rolling Stones put 9? together... What was District the last time, good, too. What was the last time we actually watched 2001 A Space Odyssey? About a month ago. And and is it mm. is it hold up? For me, it does. I think, okay. I think it was just... I, I love it. I, I love... But I also understand. I, like, ah, I also okay. understand the movie making culture of that time and Arthur C. Clarke and the whole thing. And I think it's, I think it's incredible. This it makes me. Th- I've seen it probably once a year for twenty years. I've based songs on it. I've based some of my band's uh, visuals on it. And every time I watch it, I feel like, oh man, this concept is. Nobody said Blade more. Runner. Oh, well, Blade or Indiana Jones, or there's so many. Is Indiana Jones sci-fi? I mean, the latest one. Yes. I guess so. Would I mean, he finds the Ark of the Covenant, dude. Yeah, you're right. You're he right. discovers aliens in the fourth one, whether that was a good idea or not. All I of know. these Ooh, movies that you guys are talking about, maybe not at Idiocracy. What was the one you said before Was that? on this list. What, wait, what, what did you say right before Indiana Jones? Hey. Uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Oh, Blade Runner. So it's, I, I would put Blade Runner in there except for, and I don't know if this was just timing and environment, the first time I ever saw that was on a tour bus in England. I was on the second floor, you know, those double-decker tour buses, and our heat went out. I was freezing. And I sat back there, and I watched that three-hour director. It was the director cut, and it is long. And it was so long that the, when the movie ended, I went, what the hell was that? I feel like I wasted three hours of my life. <laughs> Do you guys feel like that with Blade Runner? Maybe the 1982 version? Yes, the original. The Maybe original I need to Harrison rewatch Ford. it because... Man, that's a good movie. I remember really Everybody cool says parts. the new one's good, too. Maybe yeah. I wasn't yeah. able to pay Sorry, attention. Man. The new one is cool, dude. It's got uh, Dave Bautista and... Um, uh, Ryan, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Were you guys a fan of Starship Troopers? Yeah. I always loved that one. That was like the cult classic, right? Yeah, with yeah. Denise Richards. Oh, yeah. 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 Boobs Recently. out, right? A lot of boobs. of boobs. Everything, everywhere, all at once would be... I mean, as far as recent ones go. Oh, yeah. When was the last time we watched Close Encounters of the Third Kind, dude? That I need movie. to watch Long that. Time. Have you ever seen that? No. Burn? Oh, oh you, I think dude. he's. I need it. to see it. It's yeah. a Spielberg film with uh, dude Richard Dreyfuss. It's Dreyfus, on this yeah. list. Well, here's the top ten. Rolling Stone put out 150 of the best sci-fi movies of all time. Number ten, The Matrix. Number nine, Star Wars. Number eight, Metropolis. It's from 1927. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Oh, that Number wild. seven, Children of Men. This is with Clive Owen. It's That's about a good like one. it's a good one. 
Yeah. It's about infertility and like. Uh, children of Men? Children of yeah. Men. Good movie. That's a good one, but it's not better than like no. Back to the Future or Ghostbusters. Well, or Num- Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Number six, <laughs> Under the Skin. Uh, Under, Under the, the Skin, skin with uh, Scarlett Johansson? It's from 2013. What about Inner Space with Martin Short and Inner Space uh, is great Dennis and Dennis Quaid. Quaid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, love that now one. Man. You get to this list. Number <laughs> five, <laughs> Alien. Number four, the original Blade Runner. Number three, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Number two, Stalker, which is kind of a, I guess a, a Soviet uh, Union filmmaker created it, and it's in black and white. And the number one, the best sci-fi movie, according to Rolling Stone Magazine, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Oh, I thought yeah. it was Species. No Star Wars on there, huh? No, number nine was oh, Star Wars. Species okay. with yeah. Natasha yeah. I thought that was number one. Uh, what about Mars that Attacks? That didn't, that's a good it's movie. It's on the yeah, list. Mars Attacks rules, man. This Under the Skin movie, again, I've seen it, and I don't remember anything about it. That can't be a good sign, right? I mean, Under it was visually awesome. Scarlett Johansson. This is the one where she's like... Um, walking in that black room, and there's like a—I mean, some of the shots from it are incredible. I don't know this one. It was like right around that time, like Ex Machina and all those That's kind a of good one sci-fi too. ones came out. A celebrity celebrating a birthday today: Florence Pugh is 28, Jisoo Kim, that is Blackpink, is 29, Nicole Bahari. That's uh, Christine from The Morning Show. She's also in Sleepy Hollow. She's 39. Eli Manning. 43. Kimberly Locke. Uh, that was the American Idol third place in season two. Ruben Studdard won that year. Clay Aiken came uh, in second. Right. And Kimberly well, Locke good, was 46. Good trivia question. Who was number three that year? That's right. Kimberly Locke. She's 46. Danica McKellar. That's Winnie Cooper from the Wonder Years. Now, you know her from the Wonder Years as Winnie, but she also went to UCLA and has a degree in mathematics and has written like 10 Nerd. math books. <laughs> That nerd's 49. <laughs> Thomas uh, Bangalter from Daft Punk is 48. Mel Gibson is 68. Jim Ross, former commentator for NWA, WCW, and WWE is 72. Victoria Principal from Dallas is 74. Stephen Stills from Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Young, is 79. And Dabney Coleman is the uh, evil boss. Yeah. Dolly Parton hogties in uh, 9 to 5. <laughs> Uh, also in Boardwalk Empire, Ray Donovan, and a bunch of other uh, stuff. Guys, and a gazillion things. 92. Congratulations, years old. All right, today's porno yeah. birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Alicia Class. And today's birthday girl's been in 73 fine films, including The Back Door to Buttsville 2, <laughs> Behind the Sphinx Door. <laughs> get, get, it. Oh. get it? Get it? Get it? Uh, yeah. She was in Cutie Booties. I did her my way, knocking on heaven's back door, which I believe we had yesterday yes, as well. Right, that's a hit. Was uh, she was in full of talent. She was in Mission to Uranus. Uh, Seymour Butts <laughs> meets the Tushy Girls. Uh, she was in the Tampa Tushy Fest one and two. Oh, good. The Tushy Girls play ball, and who could forget her role in 1998's Buttholes Are Forever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> such a sweet great film. soundtrack. <laughs> Great Buttholes are forever. <laughs> oh Kanye my gosh. Uh, Alicia Class. Uncomfortable. Wow. And that's Alicia Class with a K, uh, is 52 years old. Happy birthday. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. Wow. And that was your crap on. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center. St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976. And the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs 
who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rip the Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Hey, this is Ben Bailey, and you are listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Learn you a bit nervous? No. Oh, okay, good. All right. I see you're calm. Yeah. Got your... Stress ball, your stress uh, pig. stress pig in your hand. Let's do this. Let's have some fun. Let's, Let's have some fun. Some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- And today's contest is sponsored by... Flynn Landscaping, specializing in lawn, landscape, irrigation, and arbor. Now hiring. Call 314-243-6784. All right, we're playing Learns Lullaby, the hits. <laughs> so we have 12, kind of 12 songs, 12 lullabized versions of... Fat hits. Fat hits. Songs miss, that you know. I missed this game. Are they rock songs? Uh, yeah. I, I gave all rock songs. Oh, cool. All, right. all rock songs today. Stuff you may have played on Casey. Oh. Uh, classic, uh, classic rock songs uh, that you hear on the point. Alternative classics. Cool. <laughs> so we'll play the lullabies version, mm-hmm. and you have to tell us what the song is. All right. Man, I'm. I will say this for the call. Title and artist. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm usually pretty good with bands. Titles of songs though get me sometimes. You'll I, know these. I know. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna kill it. Let's go. If you know the song, you will know the title. Okay. So out of twelve, how many will learn get correct? Out of Closest 12. without going over. Gets Point Fest tickets. Point cool. Fest happening May 18th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. All the Point Fest details. 1057thepoint.com/slash/pointfest. Tickets on sale today at 10 a.m. First week only, get select reserve or lawn tickets for just 20 bucks plus fees. Let's let's give you an example. This is an example. I would say the example is on the hard side. Okay. On the hard side of the competition. All right. Okay, here we go. What is this song? Back in Black by ACDC. <laughs> That's impossible. No, what is that? That is Run to the Hills from Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah, nope. 
Yep, yep, yep. You got that wrong. I suck at this game. You better I, I, I told you, that was, that was probably on the harder side. Oh, okay. That was probably? Cool. That is on the harder okay, side. Okay, thank you. You wouldn't have gotten that? I have no do you have any, Do you know any, uh, any Iron one, Man songs? Was it something about Afraid of the Dark? or I forgot that there, song. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of Afraid of the Dark. Yeah, and, Bruce Dickinson. Iron Maiden songs. All right, all right. Well, okay, well, well, we set the baseline hey, let's there. See, uh, what's going to happen here? Good luck, everybody. Yo, Good luck. I, my, my, my thing yeah, what is do you do? I'll catch something and I'll... And then the lullaby takes me back out of it. So I, <laughs> he he referenced it earlier. I'll throw my headphones off or demand he stop stop playing it. Yeah. And then I walk around and I have to play it out in my head. Okay, maybe I'll but, do that. But if you're, I mean, we'll that's still how I find them. I mean, Are I was... we going to play if uh, somebody sampled it and you hear that version? No. Of a modern hit? You just no. have to come up with okay. the title. And that was the other difficulty for me is sometimes I'll recognize the song that's and go, I, mean. I have no idea what the yeah. title is. You need to give me, the, I don't think there's going to be any of that in this game. No title? Okay, okay, okay. No, no point. No. Yeah, no title, no point. I need a title and artist. Yeah, so the little dun dun. So that is like the lyrics. Like sometimes. What, sometimes it's going to be different. Like little, it's gonna, sometimes just get to it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, I don't so, got kids. So, I don't do lullabies the, at home. Sometimes the high doesn't phones. matter. Sometimes the high xylophone is uh, his. It doesn't uh, matter. It's the if you have kids yeah. or not. If you have kids or not, so, uh, uh, contest. This is against women that don't have kids. This no, is a but, oh, misogynistic game. I, what a Emily, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Emily, out of twelve, how many will learn to write? Um, I'm going to go with ten. Ten. Oh, Whoa, honey. damn. Well, what's her name? Emily. Michael, Emily, hello. Girl. Hey, how's it going? Uh, how many? I'm going to say eight. Okay. You people are very positive. Marty, how many? <laughs> you people. <laughs> I'm going to say six. Six, okay. Going down, down, uh, down. Doug, how many? Seven. 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 Oh, Doug. Okay. Heather, how many? Five. 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 Okay. And finally, Tom. Good morning, everyone. Um, can I go eight? Sure, we'll do you two can. eights. can. I wouldn't recommend okay. it. But Close okay. without going over. Now, you have two Moon Lifelines, and, and you two... have two King Scott yeah, Lifelines. Yeah. You're very lucky. Out of 12. So, okay. Out of 12. So you Not need to eight. budget. You need eight. to budget. I'm budgeting. All right, you need to go. budget. All right, shut up. Let's okay. do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you, get, you don't have a unicorn anymore. You squeeze the poo out of it. Earlier. All right, Lauren, here we go. Here is the Lullabies version of this song. Tell me what it is. said it. It's back in black. Is it really? Has to be. Yeah. Right on. Okay. I think I have like a disorder. I. It's very weird for me to hear lullabies and I... I don't really think you gave that a shot. Those real slow ones are even harder. Yeah. You just said back in black. I actually kind of fallen asleep it. too. Like I'm you like kind of You just like said back in black <laughs> for the example. Okay. But well, you're on the board with okay, one. There we go. We got one. We got one. All right. Let's you go. already used one moon lifeline. This is how I am finding... This is... I'm... I'm, yeah, I know. Let's go. You blew that one. I blew it. <laughs> you blew that one. All right, what's this one? Uh, is it Come As You Are? Uh, come As You Are. No. Can I give a guess? No. Well, I mean, 
that's not going to... Come as you are, that is not. That's... That's Pantera. It is. Pantera's Cemetery Gate. Wow. Ha! I, I really do tough. have like a dyslexia right now. Like it, I, I am so blank listening to these lullabies. They're Don't tough, give me right? a definitive answer right away. What? Kind of work it out a little bit. So that's why I try to find. So, 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 I'll, I'll listen to the melody and then I'll have to take my headphones off and kind of speed it up or like throw so throw some twang on it or uh-huh. whatever. And then that's okay. where I can kind of find All right, myself. I'll try that. I'll try that. Did you? Well, let me play the Cemetery Gates again. Okay. Just to see if you could pick it up. Like, come as you are from Nirvana. All right, let's see. Let's see. It. Let's do it. Number okay, three. Here's let's number see. three. All right, here we so go. far, one correct. Yeah. I'm going to give you a hint on this one. Okay. The point does not play this song. Okay. Okay, here we go. You started awesome. moving, and then then you realize, oh wait, this is within my realm. Wow. Okay. Nice work. Okay. The here clue we go. helped, by the way. The clue helped. Next one. Cracked it. That's three. Okay, I'm gonna say this next one is pretty tough. This next one is pretty tough. Just get in your head. Don't um, listen. Is this the fifth one? It's number five. Okay. Um, you know the song. Another point. Another point. Uh, another song that point doesn't play. Okay. Okay. Here we go.
it's definitely slowed down from the original version. I'm thinking it's Ozzy. Oh, man, it's kind of hard. Uh, I'm going to go with King Scott. Do you know what that is? Glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it again. I'll play it again. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. I, I have something in, in me that is calling. What? what? Uh, well, if you... Dun, dun, Scott, what is got, She said it, she thought it was Ozzy. I don't think it don't is think anymore, I don't think it is. Though. Okay, okay. I, I now I'm is. going... Uh, Three. <laughs> two. I don't know. One. Sweet dreams. It is... <laughs> Song. Crap. You know oh, this song? No, I feel better about myself because that was that was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know any Jews priests. I know yeah, I, yeah. I should. Oh, I do know this. Oh, I didn't know that was Foundational Judas metal. Judas Priest. Crap. Oh. All right, here's sorry, song number Three for five. six. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Song number six. Sweaty. You're out of moons. They're kind of sweaty. I apologize. Okay. okay, so you got one, two, three, high five four correct. Splashes. <laughs> All right, this is Lullaby the Hits. Here's song number seven. Five for seven. You're killing. All right, let's. All right. Okay, got a couple more to go. Nice work. A couple more to go. All right, here's uh, song number eight. What is this? Don't stop. Keep going. 
No, it's not. Oh, I'm not Is saying anything. Chili peppers. What I got, you gotta give it to your mama. What I got, you gotta give it to your mama. She's working. What's the song? What's the title? I'm trying to figure it out. Give it away. All right. Nice. Calm work. down. I'm sorry. Got four more to go. <laughs> Got you. One, Still two, one three, Scott. Four, five, six. Six correct. Okay. You I have one you more Scott. It. Okay. Okay, here we go. Song number nine. Another great song. Either way, Wallaby's version of so that. So cute. I forgot to keep scoring. All right, here's number. I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> here's number ten. Seven. Here's number ten. Tough one. Okay. But I have full one thousand percent, one thousand percent confidence. You know the song. You've played the song before. Like on the radio or in my band. You've. I, I maybe even oh. maybe even in the band. Okay. Hey, by the way, you're you're, you're killing this. The pressure's off because we got winners. Oh, you good. know what I mean? Good, good, good. Yeah, you did good. All right, here we go. What's this? Very famous intro. I'll play it again. Ted Nugent. In my head, when I when I heard the riff, I was like, oh, that's a Ted Nugent song. I just don't know which one. I was going like big 10-inch or something from Aerosmith, but I was like, it wouldn't be that obscure. I know. I know what you're going to do. What do you so say? I don't know. It's about okay. a penis. Two more to go. <laughs> Two more to go. Here yes. we go. You have one Scott left. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're killing it. Here we go.
Look at the birds in there. There's birds. <laughs> uh, Scott, do you know? Are you going to me? I'm going to you. Jeremy. Is it Jeremy? Yeah. He couldn't get, I thought that was one of the more easy ones. Yeah, that was a I thank you, thank it. you. I, I needed an easy one. That's I'll take a good it. one. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Um, I've been paying attention. Once I once I catch it, I start paying attention to the instrument, instrumentation. And of course, you got the xylophone and a couple other ones. This one has one of my favorite ones, and it's the train whistle. And it's real, it's real light. And it goes, hoot, hoot. <laughs> Listen to it. It's it's in the uh, in the little counter melody after this. Ready? Here it comes. Just listen to the background. <laughs> the, the train whistle is my favorite. Whatever that is. I don't know what it's called. Uh, it's so like, she got nine? That is yeah, awesome. I have nine. One, two, three, four, four, five, five six, nine. seven, eight, nine. Nine. Okay. The if you get this final one right, mm-hmm. Emily wins. Okay. If you get this wrong, both Michael and Tom win. So you're going to do it for the lady or the gentleman? I always do it for the ladies. Okay, what is this? Now, you're on your own here. Okay. You're on your own. Here we go. The 12th and final lullaby song. Yeah, will you play it again? Probably plays a song. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, God, no. I, uh, I'm thinking. It's a Casey song. I think maybe even the Arch plays this at this point. Hang on. I'm sorry. This has to be so annoying for everybody. But I have to <laughs> work it out. Work it out. We wanna, we're listening to the process, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna need an answer. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Uh, oh Two. my God. Um. Can you give me the band? Oh God. Uh, I'm thinking ZZ Top, but it's not. Three. Um, no. Two, God, sorry, Emily. One. I, I should have done this. I should have done this. Here we go. This is the. This is the clue. Microphone. No. It's Paradise City. <laughs> oh, man. I was gonna try to give you this clue, like you know the, the old Guns N' Roses, uh, the orange microphone. Uh, I'm a disgrace to my own kind. I'm sorry, Emily. Nice sorry, work, though. But hey, you did very nine good. Nine out of twelve. Okay, not for excellent. Know. That's excellent. Well, yeah. excellent. excellent. Thanks, excellent. Steve excellent. King Scott and Moon. Well, and one of those uh, goofs was for me. So well, you did excellent really good. job. Thank you both, and all three of you. Thanks. Excellent. Yeah. Well, we got all sorts of games like that we're going to need I to like bring it. back. So. I like that more than Mumble the Hits because that was, I was That's terrible tough. at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you're good at this. Congratulations. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind.
Guess whose birthday it is. Happy birthday, Riz. It's Adam Farrar, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Blow those freaking candles out, will you? See that video out of Vegas of the uh, possible uh, alien in the guy's backyard? No. <laughs> no, I like this. Yeah, there's a video making the rounds of a guy calling 911, and he said, uh, an alien landed in my backyard. And I don't know, it's... There's a video? There's video. You seen it? Yeah, I don't know. It looks like a light. Is this the 10-foot creature one? Yeah. One day ago, police responded to a report of 10-foot creature in yard after green flash in the sky. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah, like something fall. I don't know if it was a shooting star, alien. I don't know what it was. But if there were to be an alien invasion, how do you think we'd fare? Poorly. Well, we might fare okay if they're going to Vegas first to go gamble and all that. They're not going to use their brains correctly. That's a good point. If there's an alien invasion in America, we're probably all doomed. Unless Hollywood writers, you know, are right and the aliens are like Alf or, uh, you know, Roger from American Dad or, or E.T. But some of us apparently are more screwed than others. A website just conducted a quote-unquote study mm-hmm. to figure out which state's citizens would be better off in a, if, if an alien invasion happened. Mm. And they take into account things like landscape and terrain, defense, science and medical resources, plus food and beverage manufacturing. And in the end, we did pretty damn good here in Missouri. Because all the guns? Heck yeah. It? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's all the guns. <laughs> I don't know if it's because Budweiser's here. I don't know. It's all the fudge in Uranus. That's it. That could be mm. it. But in the end, Virginia had the best alien survival score. Georgia was second, followed by Massachusetts, New York, Louisiana, Illinois, Maryland, Missouri. Yeah. Alabama, calm down. Alabama <laughs> and, Alabama, and sir. Wisconsin. Wait, so we finished just ahead of Alabama? Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. The state where you had the lowest chance of survival is Nevada. Which isn't that funny because Area 51's there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's where they first landed. Based on what? Landscape and terrain, defense, science and medical resources, plus food and beverage manufacturing. All right, so Budweiser is part oh. of this. All right, good. So if you think, okay, so if, if uh, later on this afternoon, you know, we figure out that uh, aliens are here, mm-hmm. do you th- are we thinking a total breakdown of uh, society? No, I mean, pandemonium, I think. I mean, go back to Independence Day. Remember how there were some of the people? On like, the I feel like I would be the people on top of the buildings, like, <laughs> yeah, welcoming the aliens. Yeah. Like, no, oh, I'm so excited. No, you'd, you'd have the, you'd have the sign that says, take me. Take me next. <laughs> take me next. You know, that they're like, I'm going to eat you. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'd be screwed. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I would like, in my head, I'd like to think that they're kind of like the animal kingdom, you know, like where they wouldn't understand us. We wouldn't really understand them, but possibly we could coexist. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, Maybe. so so go to the go to the animal kingdom and understand like how the, how an ant perceives the planet different than we do. Absolutely. And like just just, just sensory speaking, mm-hmm. the only way that we would even be able to see aliens in any way, like Alf style, that would be able to do it is if they biologically functioned in the almost damn near exact same ways that we did, with five senses, the seeing, the, right, the, the hearing, and all that kind of stuff. So more more than likely. What's going to happen or what has already happened or what's happening now is somebody like we are the ants to their sensory uh, perceptions and they're already here doing whatever they've got to do. And interdimensional they beings, They don't dude. want us to know. Well, Drew says 100% aliens are already here. Well, that or may be true, but they haven't, they haven't shown themselves yet. Well, and you know what? Like, well, But how do you show yourself to something that can't perceive you anyway? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? I Talk to an ant and say. Bigfoot is. 
I think Bigfoot is an interdimensional alien. Hmm. I think octopi, octopus, octopuses, octopi, octopipes, octopipes. I think <laughs> they right. are. I think they're aliens because they're so highly intelligent and they're so weird. They kill sharks. They kill sharks. There's big ones. There's little ones. I think that they are aliens, and I'm I'm cool with it because I feel like they have uh, sensitivities. Like, have you watched my octopus teacher on Netflix and cried your eyes out? Because I sure as hell have. Mm. That's what I think. I think yeah. there's certain animals that are already here that were put on this earth because they came from other planets. Well, that's what dolphins, right? <laughs> you dolphins like the Stranger the Things thing? music as I'm talking about. Yeah, like, I, I think that they're already here. And they've been here the for... aliens are already here. Yeah. Huh. He, he's talking about the uh, thanks for all the fish. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, hitchhikers. That's hitchhikers, guys. That's right. Uh, like yeah, microbes. Also, I'd just be careful. If you have cats out there, be mindful of this because you know aliens. What? That's well, like the I main said, if, source if of food. Alf was very friendly. <laughs> I forgot that he ate cats. Yeah, uh, Jake right. is excited for all the probing. <laughs> Great. Yeah, somebody's gonna love it. I also think that like we're so unimpressed with anything for an, any significant amount of time at this point in society. I mean, we did kind of say there were aliens after COVID. Right. Tom DeLonge was vindicated. Yeah. And they they released all kinds of stuff about like yeah UFOs are real we've seen them we have all these classified documents guess what we were interested in it for about fifteen seconds yeah like yep. pilots and we moved on with what's Ed Sheeran up to right it doesn't matter like we're just so unimpressed as a species now with anything <laughs> yeah. for any significant amount of time that I think the aliens would I think the aliens would be upset <laughs> if they came out like we are here and we're like <laughs> we like. Yeah, but Taylor Swift's in town. Did you see Will Smith? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be like, Smack Chris you're Rock. below the fold. Yeah, right. Exactly. You're like the voice of reason today. You're you're right on about that. I think. Yeah, I believe we'd I be don't interested like it for when about I a week. The voice of reason on this show. <laughs> we'd be interested for about a week, and then Britney Spears is on methamphetamines. Oh, Holy cow. did you see Britney on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what would you do? Like, let's say aliens are here and they're docile. They're not crazy. They're not, they don't, you know, they're just like any other animal, like any other uh, tiger, you know, like maybe, maybe they got weird teeth, but they're also kind of timid around us because they don't know about us either. Like, could you coexist I knowing? Don't know. My first instinct is to shoot it. No, know. you know, the first, you know, what the humans would do first. Oh, how can we farm it? Can we eat it? Yeah. And can we eat it? How can we explore we, it? Can we eat it? Should we shoot it? I don't know. Your feel vegan sensibilities <laughs> in here. I want to test what? my cosmetics. No, on. Man. no, 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 no. I'm just talking. About, I'm just talking about business. Like everybody, business. the human race would try to figure out how to exploit it. I mean, you're right, but they will would possibly too. Or, or that's actually we're projecting on them. We we always think that like they're going to be like us, and maybe they here, wouldn't be. Here are our three thoughts. Okay. Can we eat it? Should we shoot it, mm-hmm. or can we have sex with it? Mm. That's it. Those are the three That's things. It? Yep. And That's then there'll it. be forever philosophical debates on whether they're, uh, you That's know, it. Like, those if it's ethical. Things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where the ethics lie as far as their consciousness. Everything else falls under those categories. Remember my stepmom is an alien. That movie with Dan Aykroyd and um. Based oh. on a true story. No. It's totally. What was the chick? Oh, my God. My, Kim Basinger? My stepmom? Yes. Okay. Alien? I was obsessed with that movie back in the day. First of all, Kim Basinger is an alien, spoiler alert, and uh. she's got a purse that is like has a mind of its own and like makes her do all these weird things. Dan Aykroyd falls in love with her, <clears throat> um, but she, the alien picked a woman like out of Victoria's Secret catalog and decided she wanted to look like that. Mm. What if, and I'm just giving this to the room, what if the aliens come down and they can, you know, shapeshift and they can become like a human and they are like hot and like, would you date an alien? Mm-hmm. If you're 
partners Do our exist. genitals line up? Yeah, everything. <laughs> everything's amazing. Well, this would fall into the can I have sex with a category. I guess it would. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what they're exploring in this movie. Look See at this? that. I mean, she it's is a great movie for sexy. The 80s. I remember seeing that. Now, she this is the left or the right. <laughs> this My is, stepmother is an alien. <laughs> this is straight up nineteen. Look at her. She bakes all the food because she doesn't know what she's doing. It's yeah. awesome. I think I think we're doomed. So, <laughs> well, like, what's it going to be? Aliens, apocalypse, <laughs> it's over, drought. What is it going to be? Either way, <laughs> either way, we're doomed. All right, let's get to uh, some emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com or send us your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Your emails are brought to you by Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes, your one stop shop for all mailboxes. Need a new mailbox.com. Dear Mo- uh, good morning, Team Riz. I guess that's us. Yes. Uh, I wanted to write and say thank you for what you do. I'm an active duty Air Force. I'm stationed at Scott Air Force Base for a couple of years and listen to your show every single morning. The military moved me to a base, an isolated base in Texas, and I grew into a depression. The only thing that gave me joy and happiness was listening to your podcast. It instantly reminded me of my morning drives to work, and it made me feel better. For that, thank you. Well, thank you for your service. Thanks for listening. A little slice of home when you're away. You hear that a lot. Thank you so much. That was a nice email. All right, you guys won't believe this one. Just put the kids to bed for the night. And I sat down in the recliner for a few minutes before bed. I don't get up as early as you. Uh, 3.30 is pretty early. But I hear a light knocking on my door, thinking it's a neighbor in need, given how it was nearly 8.30 at night. With my dogs now going crazy, I proceeded to the door only to find a kid, early 20s, holding a clipboard on a tablet. I yelled, no, and walked away. Which what leads, time was this? 8.30 at About 8.30. 30 which oh. leads me to my next question. How late is too late to knock on a door soliciting a product? Street lights were already on and my port light, porch light was off. Joshua. 8.30. That's, eight, the, that's 8 the limit? 8.30 is it's night. I mean, you got young kids that are going to bed before 8.30. So you're disturbing a house Summertime, 8.30. All right, so it's, it's it fully dark by 8.30? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, not fully not dark. Not fully no. dark. But again, sub 8.30 is still... Bedtime for toddlers. I, I, I'm going to just throw this number out there. 6.30. It's the 6.30 final time. in the evening. 6.30 in the evening. Damn, we're back time. in 1960. It's not bad. Why, you don't agree with that? Uh, 6.30. I, mean, I think you're living in fantasy land, as you would love to say to me. If I were to pick a number in fantasy land, <laughs> 6.30, you better not be on my porch listening for anything. So what about Earth in 2023? Not fantasy land. I think 6.30 is fine. I think 6.30 is the cutoff. Any time after is you're cutting into my family time. Now, I guess from a marketing standpoint, people don't that's get home when people five, are going to be home. Yeah, 5.30 or 6. I would say closer to 7.30. I would say 8 is probably oh, a reasonable bit. Well, I'm not saying that's ideal. You're already now into, uh, you're an hour into primetime TV. Nope. <laughs> well, what do you guys think? Well, I had. Get the hell off my porch. Yeah, for for soliciting like that, I mean, I think that it needs to be like six. Th- I'm with you on that. But as far as work being done at your house, like I, I got a fridge delivered on Sunday night. We were waiting on it all weekend, and we thought it wasn't going to get to our house by six o'clock. I thought these guys wouldn't, they'd go home. Like I didn't know how late they worked. They were delivering that fridge at six o'clock, and then that thing wasn't installed until like eight eight p.m. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's uh, was a scheduled delivery. Yeah, probably, different thing. And different you were probably, uh, you know. Uh, on their route, and they got backed up somewhere else. Right. Probably pushed everything back. You think those guys want to be there at eight o'clock? Well, that's what fridge? I mean, though. Like I was Stalling expecting them fridge. to cut out. I thought they were going to like cancel on us because mm-hmm. it was getting to be so late for work like that on a Sunday. 
I'm talking knock on the door. Uh, hey, uh, we're doing uh, roofing work up the street uh, in Mr. Smith's house. We thought, you know, a storm rolled through, saw some shingles Is missing. Peter Brady's coming to the door? That's who sounds, that's who it sounds like. Uh, He's correct. Get the hell off my porch. Mm-hmm. Rafe, what's the time? Cut off time. Cut off time is don't ever come up here. <laughs> Cut, off Cut off time is I tell you what I'm going to give you, snakes. I'll give you to the count of ten. <laughs> get you ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property. You just play the Home Alone thing, dude, and you just run them off. I don't know, man. It seems like that part of history is over. What? I just, I mean, doesn't it feel like weird when someone comes on your porch now unsolicited? Yeah. It doesn't, it feels like that part of history has, tra- it feels like that part. I'm like, oh, are you from the past? Get out of here. Are you time traveler who traveled forward? I feel like when somebody rings my doorbell every time, I'm like... Somebody's at the door. <laughs> you love it. You love it. I, I don't just, love it. I don't know. It the feels uh, going, feels odd. I'm already, you're already at a, at a very big disadvantage when you ring my doorbell. Let me ask you this. I got the dogs, but the dogs are barking. What about, I was talking to my friend the other day about this. What about <clears throat> friends dropping by unannounced just to see it? Who, do, who does that? Nobody does it anymore. That's a 90s, it was it, it left in the 90s. I happen to love that. Nobody yeah. ever just stops by because they're in town. I have like one friend that does that. Like, oh, I just drove through Ellisville. I'm going to stop by your house, see your new house. And you don't uh, call? I think that yeah, was they don't mo- call. Well, see, that's the thing. I think that was totally acceptable forever because we didn't have instant uh, accessibility as far as communication goes. If you called, if you called ahead, like, oh, oh, I'm coming in from Kansas City. Let's call. Let's call Learn. That's what I'm saying. Oh, she didn't answer. That's because she's not home. We'll drop by anyway. Totally acceptable. I now, see your logic. No, back now then, there's you... such a warning. Well, back then. Nobody had cell phones. Oh, well, that, so you'd have to stop. Yeah. No, no, that's what I mean. You'd have to stop to, to, right. at a payphone to make a phone call. That's I like the drop by though. I yeah, like I think it. The drop yeah, nice. get you out say of that. No, I do. I re- like if cool. any of you drop by. We'll find by. out. I'm gonna find out. All right, text I'm me. I'm gonna start address. dropping by at weird times. I hope you do, man. I think you like it, but it's also it can be like it can put you out if even if you love someone and they stop by at a time when you're like, ugh. We were literally just sitting down to watch a movie. But the rules of dropping by are, you, I'm just dropping I, by. I'm I, not staying long. I'm just, hey, I was in the area. I want to say hi. I, I will tell oh, you. Oh, so you like a quick. A sign yeah. of the times. A sign of the times was my mom always had like a coffee cake ready at the go? ready just in case somebody stopped. Love this about yeah, her. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That used to be a thing. But not anymore. Yeah. No, not anymore. Yeah, my yeah. grandma's house was cool because... That front door was never locked, and so you'd be sitting in there, and friends from, you didn't know who they were. They were just coming to the door, and they'd sit down, yeah, hang out with in. Grandma. She'd go and find some food for them, coffee, and yeah, they'd l- sit for an hour and leave, and then someone else would come in. Back then, those old country houses were like church lobbies. Like yeah. pe- People just all Love. of a sudden appear in the kitchen. You're like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? But that was like small-town life back yeah. then. In my family, at any house, there was a coffee cake at the ready because there was always stopovers. Yeah. I'm into that. I'm going to bring that back. Not anymore. We yeah. don't need that anymore. We're I'm past gonna, that. I'm going to stop by your house. You don't know where I live. I will find it somewhere. I mean, my mom, <laughs> people used to drop by. People in our hometown loved my mom's coffee. It was just Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the... Somebody else made it. It was... She always had a pot of coffee yeah. ready to brew, and they'd sm- someone would stop by, and they'd smoke a couple cigarettes Dude. and drink some coffee. My childhood right there. My mom was like the neighborhood therapist for poor people because you couldn't, there wasn't a thing. They called it the Good Breath Club. 
Yeah, somebody would come in, yeah. and maybe one of my mom's friends would come in, complain about her husband for about 20 minutes, and then go home. Yeah. Probably get, got a load off, got two Salem Light 100s in her, some Folgers, mm -hmm. and, like, that was par for the course all the time. That's Southern Illinois house. in a nutshell right there. That was my, growing up at my dad's house, it's exactly how it went. Mm -hmm. Folgers being brewed 24 hours a day, cigarettes being smoked. Oh, just dropping by, talking about problems, and leaving. Yeah. Again, before cell phones. That's my a point, quick though. heads up. Plus, you don't have kids. <laughs> I guess with with kids in the house, that's my that's point. A different story. The, so the cetacean though is like we there's so many points of contact now that you don't need to come to. Our, I, I feel bad for the people because I'm like you're at such a disadvantage. You are already disadvantaged as a door to door salesman in the '90s. You're at a major disadvantage now that you're coming to my house to be like, can I tell you about? Can I tell you about AT and T fiber? No, no, <laughs> no. You you can't get out. Yes, you can on the internet. Yeah. Oh, I should, I'm supposed to have faith in your internet that you had to come door to door to make me aware of it? Do you not see the irony here? Get off my porch. Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, one more email. Uh, oh, and then we'll what? get to the Taco John's unboxing. Only one more? Okay. Mm, Where's the box? Let's go with this one. Where's the box? Where's, where's, what's in the box? box what's is in, in our box? office. So oh, I have to get it over well, a break. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it after the break. Okay. Hey, y'all. I got to run to the office anyway. Hey, y'all. I took a shower in my wife's bathroom, and I used her frou-frou soap because that's all there was, and I found myself liking it. Just wondering if any of the guys on the show or Lauren's husband uses their significant other's products ever, or do I just hand over my man card now? Best show ever. Five out of five stars. Have we talked about this before? Yes, I think so. Just even, recently. Even her towels somehow smell like coconut macaroons. I think we may have talked about this. I don't know. Whatever's in the shower I use. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. So I found myself in uh, in um, a, diff a different shower, and I did not have my stuff this last weekend. And I looked around, and I was like, oh, let's, let's give it a try to... Something mango, you know, whatever the heck it was, and it was lovely. It's fine. I just get yelled at for using too much of it. You're only supposed to use a little drop. I get this. I get that same. You're only supposed to use a little drop of this. I don't know. I take a, a squirt bottle. Yeah, yeah. Like in my hand, I use it all of my body. And it's do fine. You, do you get the the follow up? Do you know how much that costs? <laughs> yeah, I said that last time. I was like, uh, we use pretty much the same products, but she has some fancy like Beyonce stuff. Oh, yeah, Epiance. Epiance. And uh, she marks those bottles like a stepdad marks his liquor cabinet. <laughs> She'd be like, did you use my Epiance? And I'd be like, I don't know. Is it in the shower? And she's like, do not. Do not. And I'm just like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought it was just face wash. I don't care. Like, just get me something else. Then. Yeah, that's it. Just If it's in the shower and there's nothing else available, I'm if using it. If it's in the shower and you haven't declared it, like, off limits, right. I'm using it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're all good. I think I think you're good there, Ben. Yeah. Just smell good. Just I don't yeah, care what you smell just like. use just what smell good. Use what you like. Use what works. It don't matter. And for me, I think I have fancier products than my wife. She still uses like a bar of soap and all that, and I have all the fancy ones with no chemicals and this and that. Yeah, half of it's all the same stuff with a different perfume in it. Yeah. So I'm gonna turn in your man card, you wuss. Yeah, bro. I want all the chemicals. Yeah, bro. Give me all the chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> Cancer rules. Hey, before we uh, before we hit the break, it's the Rizzuto Show. Douchebag of the day. Got to uh, declare today's douchebag of the day. Um, this guy is well deserving. Uh, anybody seen the uh, Will Ferrell movie, The Campaign? No. Oh yeah, with uh, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see yeah, that. There's yeah. a scene where uh, Will Ferrell's, uh, Ferrell's character inadvertently punches a baby. Which is meant to be funny, but uh -huh. some moron actually did it in real life. 
So today's douchebag of the day is a 26-year-old guy from North Carolina, Rico Williams. He was arrested last weekend after punching a one-year-old baby as the mom and the baby were crossing the street. The mom didn't even know the guy. Is he a politician? Yeah, thankfully there were there were witnesses around, including a hero DoorDash driver who chased the guy down, subdued him until the police got there. Wow. Uh, Rico charged with assault on a child under 12. This man punched Gosh. a baby in the face. The baby's going to be fine. He was treated at the hospital, released. I don't know why the guy punched the kid, but when he was arrested, he was reportedly incoherent. I don't care how coherent or incoherent right. you are. You know not to punch a baby. So in addition to whatever punishment the state of North Carolina will uh, hand down to Rico Williams, he will now face the Riz Show douchebag of the day uh, punishment recipe, which Moon will uh, tell us now what that is. You know what? Let's start off with a whip. I think the douche whip needs oh, to be... I haven't had the douchebag whip in a I while. know. It needs to be taken out of uh, old... Take that out of storage. Dr. Yeah. Jones. <laughs> Another one? That's smart. You know, why don't, why don't we step up the game? I think it's been a minute since we've taken the Gatlin gun. Out. Gatlin gun, okay. And when you mess with society's babies, we're coming for you with the bunker buster. Yep. Here we go. Calling the airstrike. Goodness. Here we go. Target painted. Teach you to punch babies. Wow. Take in care of. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> well, that's what you get for punching babies, Rafe. I agree. All Can't sorts, punch babies. All sorts not... of different uh, eras of technology there. You got to well. play mind games with babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can steal their candy. Like peekaboo. You can't. And... Nowadays, you, you know, no you object permanence. You, you can really mess a baby, baby up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thank you. That's a douchebag of the day. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.